record. Why do the nations rage? I love you enough to fight the truth. We love oh. you. Someone's got inner demons, right? We talk about inner demons. Tell me about love. This is love, right? This is love? Okay, I don't need your love. Confronting the culture of death. I'll murder y'all. I'll murder y'all. I'll murder y'all. I'll murder y'all. Okay. I'll murder y'all. I know. I don't. I don't doubt it. I don't doubt it. I'm talking about you. Storming the gates of hell with truth. We can all be saved tonight, and I pray that you turn and repent before it's too late. Turn from your sin. What is sin? Well, God gave His commandments so that we could see our sin. Proclaiming the kingdom for his glory. Christ will win. <laughs> this is the Theo Wars Podcast. What is going on? Rob Reese here with the Theo Wars Podcast. Hope everyone is having an awesome week. We've been gone for a couple of weeks. Brother just... We apologize for that. Not bad. We do, we do. Uh, and we've got amazing content coming Fourth, over the next couple of weeks, we're trying to get John Speed back on the show. We're going to be talking about lore. We're going to be talking about abolitionism with that brother. Lore's about to launch. And handing him his winnings. He needs to, he needs to come in studio. <laughs> uh, we need to get him back in the studio in the next couple of weeks, brother, uh, if you uh, would reach out to him. But we've got Juan in a trillion back in the house from Colorado. The what godless, up? What up? The godless Christian state. <laughs> you know, it's such an interesting place. It, it, it really is. Was it snowy over there? We, we were welcomed by snow. Were you? Yeah, we we hit over uh, Raton Pass, if you're familiar with that area, right on I-25, right in, on the border of New Mexico, and we got greeted with some snow. It was beautiful. All right, all right. All right. And Brother King Redbeard here. What's going Stop. on? Nothing. Uh, well, we've got some interesting stuff to talk about. We're going to be talking about the G3 controversy with Christian nationalism. Nice. We're going to be talking about Christian popes and... <laughs> Uh, and things of, of this nature, but Wait, we don't want a Christian pope, a Protestant. <laughs> I don't know Protestant about pope. you. I don't Protestant know about pope. you, but uh, I, I mean, always, I always just assumed that Christian nationalism came with a pope. I know. Uh, and if anybody knows any better, of course we don't. don't. And anybody taking the conversation seriously does not. Uh, but we got some other stories that I want to cover first. First, kind of a. Pretty uh, funny, ironic story. It's uh, titled, Bearded Florida Man Wins Woman's Poker Tournament. And we're also going to be talking about Pornhub. Thank you. Thank you. I'm all in. Pornhub self-censored in the state of Utah uh, in response to age verification law. And we're going to be talking about that. I'm actually saying, like, praise God. I I just wish. (laughs) I know. I wish. I I actually wish that. that Close down those pornos. Uh, I don't Can know who censor everywhere. Listen, um, this is kind of the heart at what we want when it comes Christian to nationalism, the Christian nationalism talk. Now, it is fairly a new term that we've resurrected, yeah, uh, and it's a branch of a theonomic thought. Um, but uh, I don't want to quibble about the the specific or definition uh, magisterium or integralism uh, which is a catholic doctrine uh, of which we are not and wholeheartedly reject 
Um, but we're also going to be. Uh, well, we might be through. a little sympathetic with the magisterial reformers. No, amen. Uh, but we're also going to be covering the statement on Christian nationalism and uh, the uh, the font <laughs> the, the, the font the font gate font gate. <laughs> Listen, um, I uh, we're going to be talking about that soon enough. So uh, if you guys are not subscribed, please do so on one of all, or all of the platforms we're found on Spotify, like those iTunes, smash YouTube, buttons, Rumble. Uh, we're on all of them. You can catch us on any podcast uh, app or uh, platform or platform that we're available on. We're, and of we're, course, we're almost bigger than conversations that matter. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. almost. Uh, almost. But uh, check us out. Also, if you want to be added to our email list, uh, go ahead and email us at theowarspodcast at gmail dot com. Drop your email, and we'll put you on the list. Listen. We don't email a ton. I think I've emailed once or twice in the last two months, so it's never going to be spam in your box or anything like that. Uh, we just want to be able to keep it. But it might go to your spam box. But it might. It might. It's all right. Uh, now, uh, we're, I, so I'm check actually, your spam folder. Uh, me and Brother Trey here are going yep. to a conference this coming weekend that I'm extremely excited about. It's the post-mill theonomy conference in Georgetown, Texas. So wanted yeah. to go. Um, it's going to be a ton of fun it and, be uh, and, and be in prayer because, uh, I messaged a couple of Joel Webin guys and me- messaged Joel Webin himself to see if we can, uh, do some recording and see if we can catch him for about 10, 15 minutes. Uh, we know he's going to be super busy <laughs> that weekend, uh, but at least we'll be able to at least get some content from the conference to share with you guys Fantastic. as well. We can and pick his answers apart. Yeah, that's right. See. That's right. So if you guys I'll have any questions, if you guys have any questions uh, that you'd like to ask uh, and have us ask while we're there, go ahead and drop us a line at the podcast at gmail.com. Uh, we'll get to that, brother. Uh, I know you uh, want to d- get to that. DMs open on Twitter? Uh, DMs are actually open on Twitter. You can, so you can probably check us out DM, on Twitter. DM your questions there, too. That's right. Theo Wars Podcast uh, is the handle. And uh, we, will, we will do our best to... Um, to answer back to you guys. But um, listen, there has been a dust up uh, over the whole trans worldview situation the last few years. The numbers are rising because they're teaching this ideology in schools. And now they're, Neutrality, man. About, they're, they're actually putting out numbers that say about 7% of Americans are identifying in some way, shape, or form with the LGBTQ plus 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 uh, worldview, and this is this is concerning, you know, and because it's become overwhelming in our culture. Are we sure they're not gaslighting us, though. Uh, actually, yeah. I think the numbers are actually probably more accurate because what they're doing is they're including children in these numbers, and we're seeing the evidence come up uh, quite a bit. Um, now how they're dividing up those numbers, I'm not a hundred percent sure. Still, it might be five, right, it mean, might be 5%, right. uh, but the original number was anywhere between one and 2%. Children might uh, be that's the, the issue that, that, that's the point. issue that we're seeing is, is they are using every tool in their tool book possible 
to push this ideology in such a way that they're affecting the next generation. And guess what's going to happen? It's just going to become more and more prevalent in society if there's no brakes to put on. Now, when met, one of the things I really love about this story about the bearded man in bearded Florida man who wins the women's poker tournament. Uh, makes sense. It's uh, David Hughes. A 70-year-old David Hughes of Deltona, Florida, took home uh, $5,500 for his victory over 83 entries, okay? And (laughs) why I love this so much is clearly what he's doing is mocking uh, the position, right? And it says, a man has won a Florida woman's poker tournament taking home $5,500, $5,500. Uh, for the victory over 83 entries, 70-year-old David Hughes of Deltona, Florida, had a first-place finish in the weekend's $250 buy-in in Ladies No Limit Hold'em uh, event Saturday held at the Hollywood, Florida Seminole Hard Rock Hotel's Seminole Hard Rock po- uh, Poker Showdown, according to Las Vegas Review Journal. Now, why I think this is brilliant is because this is... I love it. This is actually... Whether people recognize it or not, this is a, actually a pushing the antithesis Absolutely. argument. Uh, yeah, <laughs> fantastic. Uh, and, and what he's doing is like, listen, if there's no such thing as gender uh, and, and everybody's the same, there should be no reason that I can't enter this. Now, one of the things is what's interesting about, about men and women and the differences is that even in strategy games that actually take skill like poker does um men will do better and it's because uh i actually was doing some research that men and women play poker different okay men are naturally going to take more risks whereas women will be more reserved so they'll they'll bet they'll they'll probably uh win more often in numbers but they will not make large splashes in wins because of the of the reality that men take more risks, they're willing to put more on the table. They're willing to actually bluff more often. I'm all in, bro. And and I think what he's doing is brilliant. Is and this is, this is what's actually going to happen in my estimation over the next months and years. My question is, though, did he win with the gay waiter? If you're, <laughs> if you're a poker player, you know what that is. Um, it's a queen with a tray. <laughs> That's Sorry. a good one. That's a good one. I was an avid poker. I, I was an avid poker player. We got. We actually got to play nah. one of these days. Do you play poker? No. Okay. Really. So, so a lot of it. Play, uh, a lot of it. Five card draw. I like you guys. Younger. You need. Yeah. You, you need, need to play, play. Right. We'll we'll, play. we'll we'll have we'll some low, state, low stakes here. <laughs> yeah. But one of the one of the things. No. About, mo- uh, no actual money. Right. Uh, no, we play for money. Money. <laughs> I probably won't be. Otherwise, why? Uh, we won't take it to the to the woodshed, brother. Don't worry. We'll just but, take whatever money you bring. I, I also don't drink or smoke. So are you even reformed? I don't even think he's. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Let, let alone Presbyterian. Uh, and, and for all I got, those I got my teetotalers out there. Don't worry, we're making jokes. Well, maybe. <laughs> Sorry. <to say. laughs> uh, but what would Jesus drink? But the the worldview that is being pushed here is that women are on equal playing fields in all areas to men. And that's just not the case. They are equal in value and worth, uh, but they have and work differently. 
and because of this, now what's being what's what's happening is that they're pushing the antithesis and putting their own worldview in the to the test. There was an actual um, legislative uh, session of some sort uh, in a local um, jurisdiction where one of the one of the elected officials on his Facebook page recently put up that he now identifies as a biracial. Uh, lesbian okay <laughs> now this man very clearly is uh, his record shows he's against all of that right but he he's, put this out on right. social media and now I'm the, assuming he's a republican he, oh yeah, yeah. Uh, and the, the, they had a town council meeting and what ended up happening was hilarious okay because it forced all of the lgbtqqqqq people to come out and really talk against, uh, against him how dare you you're not a woman this is you're right. not a lesbian you're right. not biracial like that's what you've really? been, that's what we've been telling you this whole time okay right. so the moment we actually show a mirror to their own worldview and their own stupidity and foolishness all of a sudden they betray their, their own. own doctrine right they have right? to they 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 no longer will stand on f- on solid ground because they no longer they they realize they Nobody don't actually wants to have be a it fool. right. Uh, but this anti discrimination law reportedly prevent Florida casinos from banning men from entering women's events. The World Series of Poker previously implemented a ten thousand dollar buy in for men to deter them from entering women's events with women having to pay just a $1,000 buy-in. Look at that on equal. Like these women, yeah. these these foolish feminists, you know, it's not about equality. It's about power. Been. It's yeah. always, it goes back to the sin of the garden, right? What God said about Eve, that her desire is going to be for her husband, husband right? It's and, and what that means is that it's going to be for her desire to overtake him, to she be, always to, want to be the, to be the shadow Yep. Uh, protector, right? And and God and equality is, is that more way. equal than equality. That's right. That's right. Because you're recognizing the order in which God has designed this world and yep. humanity and the way things work. I mean, you just look out. Just look out at at nature. You see that there's a pecking order, if you will, yeah. right? Uh, you, you look at the the you reality. See the fuck with his three ladies. That's right. I mean, you see, you see, look the, at me. you see the. No. <laughs> we we won't get into that, no. but it is it is it is not wise, man. Okay, it is not wise to engage in this behavior because you're just gonna have a ton of problems. Okay. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Uh, but the the bearded man's presence at the poker table among women was cause for controversy with professional poker. Poker player Ebony Kenny stating on Twitter that she had placed a $300 bounty on Hughes, to, uh, which was matched by several other players. Now, if you don't understand what a bounty is, Dude. it's betting against right. this person, right? Whoever takes him out, that's who gets, that's who the, gets bounty. the bounty. Yeah. Um, now, that bounty, which refers to a reward that would be given to a player that eliminated the tar- target player, was also contributed to by Hughes. <laughs> okay, uh, Brit- <laughs> that's, that's amazing, right? That is uh, British totally po- <laughs> Gosh, wow. this dude is I wanna brilliant. Play, I want to okay? play. I want to interview that guy. I want to play poker. <laughs> 
with it, dude. British poker pro, pro Charlie Carell wrote on Twitter, quote, hilarious that he won, unquote, adding that, quote, it pokes fun at the idea that anybody can identify as a woman and be allowed to enter women's spaces, unquote. It's a real issue that people are taking advantage of in many different areas, including sports, prisons, and changing areas. This has led to some horrific repercussions, female inmates being raped in prison or women getting destroyed in MMA fights by somebody who spent 95% of their life as a man, he added. And this is actually, Still actually one, of a the, man. One, of the, one of the interesting things about that is uh, this, uh, what was the name of that UFC fighter? Uh, Fallon Fox, that's what it was. And this is a man who who attempts to pretend to be a woman and got in the ring in the octagon with a woman. We won't get into whether or not women should do that anyway. That's a whole nother statement. But what this man did was he crushed her skull. Right. Her orbital bone was beat in to the point of where her skull was broke. Uh, and this is what happens over and over again. Every time a male is introduced, a, a biological born-by-birth Male Just is introduced whoop. into some type of a woman uh, sport of some kind. Guess what happens every single time? The woman gets the uh, the real women get whooped on. Where were the trainers though? Well, they don't care. They care about their about their status their and the appearance and of you know. And it's funny because if you ask most of these people, I guarantee you in private they'd be willing to tell you I don't agree with it. Uh, and this is just the, the a matter of not having any backbone. Oh yeah. Uh, no, men. no men willing to stand up and just say, you know what? To heck with it all. Where was I'm her husband? Stand up what, for what is right. Uh, right. <laughs> that's where right. Her, I mean, where was where, any man well, in her life saying well, it, it's don't funny? Do be, that. It's funny because these people expect the women to be the ones to stand up and speak out against it. You know, there's a a, a movement of where these women are being the ones uh, to speak out against it. Praise God for that. That's great. But that is a that's... that is a judgment yep. upon the men, the men in their in lives. Men. Oh yeah, totally. Fathers uh, and the husbands, or even the their partners of some sort. Any right. Man, when any men. Women. When women have to do the job of the man, that's a judgment on the men. It is. It is. And the and, nation and society. Uh, and and to be clear, it is not a blight on the woman. Uh, the woman uh, still has to obey God, right? Right. But if if there's no man to stand in their stead, they are end up picking up the the pieces, right? Yeah. Uh, but as uh, as as the story continues, uh, according to Kenny Hughes, uh, according to Kenny Hughes, started the heads up match on Sunday with a six one chip lead, and asked for the hundred dollars back he had contributed to his own bounty. <laughs> That's so good. Listen, I. I want to say, Mr. Hughes, I want to give you a hearty handshake like a man. Let me just say, and say, and say, you are a American hero in You're this a moment. Okay, based American male. Now uh, he's down. Uh, he's now down three one in chips, and has talked completely disrespectfully to the dealer. Nice guy facade has crumbled. The thing about facades is that they are hard to keep up. She added, uh, Abby Merck who came in third at the event, wrote on Twitter, got third in the ladies' event. Uh, didn't run well <laughs> when it mattered. Uh, to all the ladies and to the man that won it, don't do that again. 
Listen. Oh my god. This, this is a lesson for her. Wow. Okay. This is a a lesson in how the world works, okay? Because it's what 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 really gets me is like all of these lady competitions, even like the beauty pageants that they put on. I don't Ooh. like I don't like beauty pageants, okay? No, but they're gay. But they are, and it's all based on aesthetics. Uh but uh, and personal uh, subjective uh, desires, but even they're they're even putting these men up in ways. I mean, we discussed the Filipino, uh, yeah, the Filipino you know, Adam's a- a- yeah, the one, <laughs> the one that we did a couple of months ago, uh, the women, the women, uh, where this person is raised up as an example of a beautiful woman, and, and she when, says for when, the first time ever. For the first time ever, the pageant is run by Weeman. <laughs> Listen, and dude is a dude with an Adam's apple it is. and the bass and the voice. It's, it's like it, goodness. It really is a sad moment. Sometimes you have to laugh at these things because it's so foolish. And the reason why women aren't standing up for themselves is because that's not really their job. That's not their job. That's not they where they were just that. right. That's this is a judgment on men, like yeah. you said. Men, where are you? This is a, a direct result as people They're buying into castrated. the whole, uh, you know, no, we know, I am woman, hear me roar, right? right. I mean, this is, this is what happens too, when you get rid that. of biblical headship, um, when, when society is not ordered according well, to nature. Go back the to the 80s, bro. What was, what was the big 80s mantra? What was it? Get in touch with your feminine, feminine side. side. Yeah, this Guess is what? Side. We all did. Uh, yeah. Uh, we did. Seriously, the church, the culture, everything. Everything. Everything got, got in touch with its feminine side. That's right. That's why leading up to this G3 kind of little se- little little uh, segue. Not not necessarily a segue, but little uh, maybe a pre no- little a teaser, note. little side note. What I heard from some of the a lot of going on was was very feministic in that you guys are just being mean. No, we're just being that's, honest. That's what I heard from, from several is. of the, the critiques of that. Like, yeah, These guys were guys that would push back against feminism, yet they're using feminist tactics, woke tactics to... To, oh to fight the critics. It, anyway, it, it, that was it, a little teaser, but yeah, it, we'll, it, it, it's all, we'll, we'll it's all correlated, well. and it's all just going back to our feminine side. side. We, it, it, we got in touch with it. it, it it's, not, it's funny because it's not a matter of being soft. You don't have to be soft. You just have to be gentle in applying pressure. Right. Right. That That's the key. Right. Uh, gentle and pressure. You don't want to over wrench something or otherwise you're going to strip the thing. Uh, you're going to break it. You're going to you're going to do damage to it. Yep. But you still have to put some muscle behind it. Right. Any right. man that works with tools understands that it takes You'd, control and right, finesse. Right. And what happens when you screw something too tightly with the drill? Right. The, the entire head of the screw yeah. strips and yeah, guess what it's no it. good anymore right yeah. and then you have to you may have you know, to get rid of the entire the thing, thing because the screws you'll ruin it you'll ruin it stuck and, in there and and one of the and things and the work required to fix it is 10 times more than what you that's right you that's right it. right um and one of the things that i really love about un- the the proper understanding of biblical pattern for men woman relationships is that that there is a fight to be had and there is one that has been given the order to go right this is the heart of Matthew 
uh, the the Great Commission, right? Correct. This is the very heart of go, therefore, and make disciples, teaching everyone to obey, right? This is this is a a clear indication that the world needs to be put under subjection to Christ, uh, which is why I really love this next story regarding Pornhub. Okay, now um, as you can hear by the name of this godless demonic organization that by the way is is directly um uh, implicated in so many trafficking cases around the world oh, yeah. well how can uh, you not i mean just the very industry industry itself of it. uh requires it and it's because they they subjugate women you want to talk about women being subjugated it's not in a it's patriarchal not by men and that are christian it, yeah it's not by by christianity it's not by those who say that that women should submit to men it is by the this godless ideology that says you need to sell your body for money in order to be considered valuable and all of this nonsense uh, now this is not 100% win uh, but I will tell you this, that Pornhub has blocked access to their website in the state of Utah. And first of all, I want to say, how insane I'll, I'll give are we where the, where the porn company that's de- de- delivering this filth is the one to stop it right, <laughs> in right. a state. Like, you can't get this in Utah. No, right. Uh, and I feel like our government is not going to do anything. And to it's because them to do the same thing. For and it's us. because of what they call uh, the response to the age verification law. A new Utah law requires websites that host porn to verify the age of viewers to prevent minors from accessing adult content. The law, which goes into effect on May 3rd, also grants parents the right to sue pornography websites for damages if they do not enforce the age Ooh, verification that's, requirement. That's, actually, that's a big move. That is a big that's move. That's a big move, okay? Now, now I will praise God where, where, where this is deserving because it's giving less access it's to pointed people. pointed in the right direction. It's going, it's in, the it's right going direction. in the right direction, right? Um, this this is a uh, a partial win because it's reducing the amount of degeneracy that's available now. Incrementalism. That doesn't mean that they can't access it through other websites and things right. like this, but it's going to be that much harder. Uh, and for the largest purveyor of of content like this, um, this is going to stop uh, quite a bit of it. Um, in my in my estimation, now while safety and compliance are at the forefront of our mission, giving your ID card every time you want to visit an adult platform is not the most effective solution for protecting our users, and in fact will put children and your privacy at risk. Pornhub said in a statement that is now appears before videos accessed by the viewer located in Utah. So putting an age res- restriction is going to not protect the children. <laughs> yeah. This this is this like, is the logic. They of don't the they don't they, <laughs> okay. they they know that most people hearing that will say, "Oh wow, oh that's right, my privacy." Privacy. Now, like, it's funny because what? privacy what? is. What, what's funny is sacrosanct. Like if it's a good thing, why in the world do you want to not tell the world? 
Like right. they 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 seem like it's like a like it's a shameful thing. Right. Who knew? Who knew Who that knew? looking at this type of material would be Warren shameful? Hub would be yeah. Uh, I mean, it it really is a a good move in the right direction. Well, in this day and age, they could probably convince a whole bunch of people that it's a good, and they could be right. out, out in the open. <laughs> I think they're already they're already almost down that road. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, now I, one of the really good things is that um, I mean David French thinks pornography is uh, the next best thing sent to li- for liberty, right? Well, uh, what, what's his name? Uh, the the Jew, um, um, Prager. 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 He was arguing oh, yeah, for Prager. Prager. That guy is out of his Him mind. And French okay. were arguing for it, so you got the Jew arguing for it. Are you about to? Y'all are trying to. <laughs> I'm trying to trigger, <laughs> I know trigger what y'all you. Are trying to do. I know uh, what y'all are trying to do. Apparently, me and Brian Sauvé have the same trick. We just got kicked off YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, uh, when when you have rubble. somebody who is purportedly a conservative, oh, Gino, a Jew, uh, and and somebody who is a religious oh, Jew, um, promoting the idea that it's somehow better, just it's slightly better than adultery. Right, because it doesn't involve a real interaction. You don't actually physically. Um, just it, it, see that that's, that's a wicked mindset. He's a Jew, correct? Hates Christ. Correct. What did Christ say? If you look at a woman with lust, with lust you, in your you've, you've committed, committed adultery, adultery in, in your, heart. your heart. Yeah, uh, and this not is elevating. Right. The, it's him elevating. It's not giving like a subset. Adding to the. Commandment. It's not a subset, right? Right. Uh, it, it's or it's the it's, it's the really essence. The intent, it's right. the essence the of, of the, the law. Right. Right. Uh, now, now, one of the good things about this uh, blocking is that they operate a number of other. Uh, adult websites that are going to fall under this under this uh, under this block, which is really nice. Now, State Senator Todd Wheeler proposed the edge verification requirement in January. "Quote: It is a, con- a continuation of our effort to try and protect children from hardcore pornography. Why don't you just outlaw it? I mean, yeah, we right. all know the actual numbers of the damage that, that, it, does. that it does to to young men, uh, the amount of separation that they have from real life and engaging in real life um, uh, relationships is is tremendously affected. It goes it goes from I'm no longer interested. It goes to I'm no longer interested in interacting with real people. Um, and that also kind of goes to that whole abortion argument. Abortion is murder, but let's, but we can't treat, we can't it, as treat it as, as, as such. And this is, this is why the conversation on Christian nationalism, theonomy, theocracy is such an important conversation. Um, it's because you end up with a society that is run on pagan ideology uh, that has gotten off the rails of to the point of where it's not just degeneracy. It is the ultimate vile uh, behavior that is becoming acceptable to the point of where they're arguing for pedophilia being normalized. Normal. Somebody actually predicted that the next DSM, they're going to include... Uh, pedophilia as a, a protected class uh, of some sort. Might as well already be there. That's what the plus is. Well, the, 
I think we're even seeing it in some court cases that are coming about. These men... Religious liberty. These men who are being convicted of uh, child uh, predator behavior, they're getting light sentences. I mean, some of them are getting just paroled or, or probation for like five to ten years where they get to be released and be in the public and all that. Now, I'm not arguing for jail or prison, but if that's what we've got right now, I'm going to say, listen, I'd rather... I mean, a millstone would be, be ideal. That would be the best. The do de- the do death we penalty, really want a society that is neutral with that religion? I mean, we, we kind of are. We, in that, we are. We're, we're in there. All, we we, are we, got, a, we got a modern church that says yes. Yeah. Um, I mean... There should be no sympathetic bone no. Uh, for people who co- commit these types of crimes. No. Zero. Um, Zero tolerance. Uh, the Bible actually tells you don't be sympathetic towards these people. Don't, right. don't feel bad <laughs> right. when, when a murderer gets what he deserves. Don't feel bad when a child predator, a rapist, get what they deserved. Um, uh, and, and one of the confusing things that, uh, that is is kind of kind of coming through my mind is how uh, good brothers that I would fight with uh, to the death alongside uh, these brothers at G3 when they are arguing against Christian nationalism uh, but they would they affirm well, death penalty for rapists. Right. Like they're like I, I will, and they'll say it. They're, they're right? not even really arguing against it. The pro- they're arguing like, against a caricature. A caricature, right? And they're also just arguing. They're not even dealing with with. They're not dealing with the arguments that are being made, especially by like Stephen Wolf, William Wolf, those guys. They're not even dealing with those arguments. They're just. Oh, what, what's the Protestant Pope we're gonna get today? Or or their uh, their the name nationalism scares me that's that was one of the that's, criti- that's that was one, one of the critiques i heard too now now here's the issue like right kind of big mad that they're not the ones that came up with it almost well, it, well here's the issue as i see it uh, i try to be as fair and balanced as possible yeah. and i want to get i would i do want to give these brothers the benefit of the doubt uh, but sure I, th- I still think words. i still think that that it, it is misplaced what's going on because they don't like the term nationalist, nationalism, because Christian nationalism used to be a term associated with socialist. I mean, it's got uh, some baggage. With, with socialist, white supremacist uh, ideologies long time ago. But it's clear from what Wolf is espousing. Both Wolves yes. are espousing. Yes. They are so far from that. Well, well that if, it's, if, if you've heard. And then they are nationalists. If, if you've yeah. heard. If you've heard the argument from their podcast recently that they put out like a day or two ago, and let me just say this as a side note. These are the brothers that will always say, we need to have a conversation, right? These are the brothers that are typically level-headed regarding any kind of controversial issue. But the moment that this topic came up, they refused it, it appears they to be reacting emotionally. They they they've refused so to right actually right. interact with the people who are proponents of the position. Instead, they focused on bringing up these fringe 
like Corey Mayer, okay? Yeah. Uh, Corey Mayer uh, created a dust-up in such a way that he that actually Lutheran got... Lutheran dude? Uh, huh? Is that the Lutheran dude? The Lutheran yeah, dude so, that just yeah. got put under church discipline. Yeah. Um, said... Uh, that, He's an evil man. Evil man. Well, the crazy thing is, most that of man. Like, I don't know that Wolf. Well, I guess Wolf, somebody supposedly follows him. Yeah, uh, uh, other Wolf. people like uh, well, listen. Didn't I, even know. I don't follow was. him, but I've bookmarked his his page so that I actually get like notifications. Because yeah. guess what? I make comments on his stuff, um, and e- even for this purpose, uh, in right. order to use it for conversation topics right. of where. Crazy people exist. I mean, the, the that is the reality. They Sinners do. exist. Okay, right. he is a sinner, um, and he is not saved. He has expressed so uh, in such a way where you can very confidently say this dude is not a Christian. So, so why is he even part? That's what's that's crazy. the that's issue. Why he's even that's part of the, the conversation? Issue. And that it's because he's got the loud voice that people pay attention to. Right. I think Rolling Stone and literally really, in the last couple of days did, did a have, thing on him. That big of a voice until they did it, and then it gave it somebody somebody seven hundred and fifty thousand impressions. His uh, tweet got brought it just because they brought it to light. Because yeah. they brought it to light. Like nobody it, even knows who this. I didn't know who this dude was. Listen, it it really is, it's frustrating because what they're doing is they're they're moving the goalposts. Right? They will say Christian nationalism bad, but all of the major proponents reject what that guy is about and right. anything anything in in, do with in particular with yeah, it. Right. And what they're saying is, oh, but this is what Christian nationalism is. Like, dude, it this is what we've been saying. It is not from the beginning. We don't we don't want that. a Christian Pope. People have been saying that for the longest time. Oh, we yeah, of course we, we are not looking to force be Christianity on people. Right. We're we're not saying that calling the nation a Christian nation is means that everybody is saved. saved, All right. Somebody pointed out, listen, you have a Christian ministry. Should we say that you're no longer a Christian ministry? Yeah. That was was AD Robles who brought that up. AD Robles or John Harris, one of them. Yeah. It was it was AD AD on on the on the Conversations That Matter podcast. Yeah. Uh, it is not a matter so of whether the people family and it, I like the, the church, exactly the church, church one was right? the most the compelling most compelling one right that was right? the most Are, like that's because the you need nail, to say boom. you need to say the nail right that, on the head. that every single individual is guaranteed a Christian in order to call it a Christian church correct when that's a, just a foolish argument right. when pe- you, we have to realize that words have meaning and and the way we communicate has meaning. There's always context. And from the people who promote hermeneutics right. about context, 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 context right? The, the, the rule of interpreting scripture. When somebody says a Christian nation, no one, not a single person is promoting the idea that every single individual in all of the land <laughs> is a Christian. Not not a single person. Um, this is one of the frustrating things. They, they don't really do that with like the pagan. And we're, we're all like a How pagan. So? We're, we're a pagan culture, and it, yeah, right. I mean, the, that, but, but Christian, but Christians Christian live culture. within it. Right, like, yeah. <laughs> they call it a pagan culture, but and we all affirm that terminology. Yeah. I affirm we live in a pagan culture. Right. 
I am not a pagan. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you are not a pagan. Maybe if you, you are, though, the according to their logic. That, uh, that, that's the point, right? It, yeah, it becomes exactly. It becomes twisted. And Brother Scott Aniel, uh, Josh Bice, Virgil Walker all displayed, uh, I believe, one of the heights of immaturity for such qualified men. I know. Uh, and well, it was really I'll disappointing. I'll tell you why, though. I, I don't think, like, again, AD pointed out about the whole the meme wars thing. They just got destroyed. I love oh, it. I they love got it. memed to death, literally. It, it, oh, yeah. They got, they got nukes dropped Bro, on and them. It was, a, a it was just a simple clown shoot. And, uh, and there was a, there was a but, couple, but that was one of the yeah, memes. That, that, that was the big they one. They started the memeing. Well, they did. <laughs> they did. He said every picture. They didn't use yeah, pictures. Yeah. That's but because they, but again, but they're, they're not ministry. good at it. Well, their their ministry is just not geared towards that, and they kind of they kind of jump themselves into this controversy, not really realizing that you guys are going to get outplayed if you're yeah. trying to use the the tactics of 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 these the tactics, especially of, like of the whole woke church, and you're going to use these, you're going to try to meme us back. You're you're going to get destroyed you, by you those know, of us that have what, actually been playing you know what, this game for a while. Do you know what memes are? Memes. Memes are. Modern day parables, right? Right. This is this is the methodology of old, of where you're telling a story embedded with a morale, uh, morality, and ethical uh, underpinning to the story. Yep. Jesus used it all the time. Jesus okay? would have memed the Pharisees. <laughs> oh yeah, but he, he did meme the Pharisees. Whitewashed well, yeah. tombs. Right, right. What do you think that is? That is a, a first-century meme. Okay, absolutely, it is. Uh, it's it's giving you a picture, yep. a mental picture of something. It's saying that this is filled with death. Yep. And what is he saying? You, your throats are an open grave. Right. You can you can picture the venom of asps. Visualize an open throat being that's right. A place where you that's right. Put something that is dead. And and this is and this is I think why we are so effective with the messaging. This is why theonomy, Christian nationalism, uh, has become such a big talking point because. 20, 30, 40 years ago when it kind of first came on the scene with Rush Dooney. It started giving uh, Bonson uh, some some airtime, the Reconstructionist movement. Um, Because it was only in ivory tower conversation, not lay people. The moment that the lay people got a hold of it, once now they that started we're understanding, understanding it, it, that God's law is applicable to all my, areas of life. Sitting here in this chair, That's right. God's law is applicable to this. Doug Wilson and Ken Press, you got a hat tip. They did a like brilliant job in like bringing this bringing to the forefront. The I agree. To the pews. I agree. And and I don't even agree Absolutely. with with their branding of of theonomy and and what what that entails, but at least there's a lot of commonality there to the point of where listen, we need to work together in order to draft something to move forward with. Yep. And when the conversation is 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 stopped by those in institutional power, okay, and I'm not using that in a woke sense. I'm using it as as establishing you guys as you guys are leaders in this uh, Christian uh, culture that we have uh, amongst us, ourselves because you've stood up for things that are 
right and good and just. Um, but this one you got wrong, brothers. You have it wrong. I, I mean, they got triggered, bro. I mean, they, re- they really <laughs> did. They, just they, they got I mean, the whole, like, it's almost like they, they of your arrogance forgot the last us. three years and the whole woke, uh, uh, just what had happened and how the woke movement just took over the church and just kind of made it so toxic to, to talk. You couldn't even yeah. say white, black, brown, or anything yeah. without it, uh, or male patriarchy. I mean, you, you know all the, the attacks yeah. that the church is, that they those just, of us that are patriarchal. And of their arrogance and join us. Uh, and, and, and They don't have to be called Christian. You're, you're not our enemies. They can stay no, not at all. They, and they can stay we in their We need lane. them. We right. need we them. Don't, They've don't done hard work. Shoot us in the feet. That's right, right? I mean, or in the back, or in the back. Now, this kind of all started. This kind of all started when Josh Bice did his little poll on Twitter. Yeah, yeah, it was the. Uh, They really liked how how many of our, how many of my Christian friends would be in support of a Protestant pope, under the banner of Christian nationalism, and overwhelmingly, the response is no. I mean, it, it couldn't be more clear. You have the yeah, silly they ones. They doubled down on it. They did. You have the silly ones that answered yes. That would have been <laughs> me. They're, me they're, yeah, I probably right? would have thought of Pope. They're better pope. than a Catholic they're, Pope because it's such an absurd <laughs> it question. Is. Right. It is. I would have just said yes. Now, this is out of 4,000 exactly. 4, tallies, okay, where 93% said this is a dumb question, right. okay? Now, he further went on and he goes, my Christian nationalism questions are purposeful. Why do you think he purposed to ask the Pope question when no one is arguing for that? See, that's a meme right there. No one. No, it's that, it's that one meme, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly uh, that meme. He's like, so today I'd like to know if any of my Twitter friends would support integralism. Okay including any variety under the banner of Christian nationalism. If you guys don't understand integralism, uh, it's where it's the Christian social, uh, the Catholic, Catholic, the Catholic Catholic social social theory. Um, and again, includes embedded in the question, the Pope. Right. Okay. Now there's, there were a number of people, the, the, the church running the the state, state, the church, the, the, the church where, Literally, pastors or the priests would be the ones would be the ones uh, creating legislation and all of that. Literally, the scriptures teach against that. Right. This has no bearing whatsoever. Um, And and again, again, this was a full day after the initial question. So there's a bit of disingenuous that's occurring and here's my that, thought that's probably on why. when james white decided to enter the fray well james white largely <laughs> stepped he out. probably uh <laughs> he probably wishes he probably wishes he didn't one episode well, <laughs> yeah well what i what i saw was the moment he kind of said something about ad's um meme on the dividing line i watched yeah. the dividing line by the way i understand his position because he's kind of from the older generation yeah, yeah. Well, they're a little bit more they're a little too, bit they're like, a little bit more suit and tie yeah. kind of guys they want to yeah. they want a clean fight yeah. right yeah, and we're well, like no we got to uh, get down in the mud okay uh, <laughs> there reconstruction we're the mma the 80s that's right. mma right? Yeah. generation yeah. they want a clean yeah, you're just gonna throw punches. Nothing and and the, pro- the problem the problem is the problem is with the reconstruction theonomy that intellectual 
That's right. That's yeah. right. That, Ivory that, Tower just will write our papers. I, I, you'll I'm write not, your papers. And I'm, not, and I'm not calling James White Ivory Tower because he gets himself in a lot of well, he trouble. Does. Too. <laughs> yeah, he's not uh, afraid to get himself brother. in the mud. Obviously, uh, an element of Ivory Tower. Uh, uh, possibly in, in, in the sense possibly. of being an it's, academic. That's kind of his nature. Not, he's not, an yeah, academic. Yeah. He's, he's, he's an, very elitist. No, he's no, not he's not an elitist at all. But that academic side. But. But what ends up happening is that these guys will ask these questions in a, in my opinion, disingenuous way. Yeah. Uh, they will present these um, positions that nobody in the major conversation nobody. pieces is is uh, is proposing, and then when they're offered the opportunity in good faith by brothers like Joel Webin. Right. Hey, come on the podcast. I'll William come Wolf. on yours. William Wolf. Privately. <laughs> Even private. They are not willing to accept Even they could have the olive branch. Doug Wilson. Right. Um, it, it, that could be and, a bad and, word. And who some cares? Circles. Who cares? Um, <laughs> uh, I certainly don't, uh, mm-hmm. because there are good brothers who are willing to step up, say the hard things, and say, "Listen, we've got a." We've got a reverse course here, all right? People will say, well, you know, the the issue, you know, goes back to Constantine. And he, I'm like, listen, he stopped uh, Christians from getting mm, slaughtered. Right. Okay? That's a that's a plus that's, in my book. That's yeah. a, that's it may have not been perfect, right? It's, it's not. It's, it wasn't perfect. Yep. But Doug actually that, brought that up in a React video. Did he? R. Scott Clark. Oh. <laughs> well, they, that, they also talked about that on the most recent uh, Sweater Vest. Sweater Vest. Well, so. I started watching it earlier. Don't don't to, ruin it. Okay. Don't ruin it for right, me yet. Right. Right. No spoiler alerts. No spoilers. You, go watch it. It's a good one. Now, a good one. now brother, 50 brother, minutes. brother Scott Annual uh, started weighing in after Josh Bice did. And man, I he was just kept disappointed. Digging though, bro. Like digging even worse. I, I was disappointed. Same thing with Virgil. Uh, well, Virgil, uh, he did something that I think was really disingenuous, and I think uh, Stephen Wolf called him out on it by a screenshot, um, where where he's like, "It doesn't surprise me that Stephen Wolf follows a guy like Corey oh, yeah. Mayer." Oh yeah, and, and then and then follows Wolf. <laughs> he follows like, right. dude, like. If you're gonna utilize that that line of but logic, that, they that goes back to that whole meme warfare kind of thing. Right. You don't; these guys don't know how the G three guys don't know. love those guys. Yeah, but they've really never had to weigh in on any kind of controversial thing like this, and then they just—I don't it think wrecked. they realized what they were about to get into. Get into, well, yeah. Um, and and it's not so much that they are being made fun of as persons. But that their positions are right. clownish, right? Yeah. Right. That that's what the, that's what this is always about. It's not about calling you out as a brother, but it's calling your position. Because yeah, these guys aren't clowns. These guys not. are amazing they're, brothers. They're, the work they've done is fantastic, amazing, it's phenomenal. It's Bro. been such a gift to the body of Christ. And here, here they are with their clown position and, on and, this, and, and it's just like, it, where's this? Where's this coming where from? Come from? Especially when you make statements like. Uh, you know, abortionists should be given the death penalty. Right. They say they will. They will gladly say. There's, and we're just like Christian nationalism. Let's keep going. Let's just keep going with that. That's your line Christian of nationalism. That, that's what it is, right? That's what the conversation is. And that Protestant pope put an end to, <laughs> to abortion. Uh, listen, uh, I'd vote for eighty. 
to be yeah. the Protestant Pope. Oh, yeah. 80 Robles. You <laughs> oh, yeah. Nominated. You got three. Listen, for all you three guys votes that for don't the know, Protestant we, like to joke, we like to joke we'll on be here the, and be lighthearted. We'll be the three cardinals that will. Yeah, there you go. We're the magisterium. <laughs> yeah. We're uh, the Protestant magisterium. That's right. That's right. Uh, we're going to be on the next our council. First, Listen, our first order I'm, of business. I I think white smoke. <laughs> I think we actually need to have a Protestant council again, um, just like the council at Nicaea, right? Wait, but that entails reforming. Semper reformda. That's right. But somehow we're, always reforming, we're stuck right? in the sixteen hundreds. We're stuck. We need to have a we need to have a council of all the major Protestant Orthodox denominations get together and sit down like brothers and fellowship. Bring our statements, the national statement. Let's bring the the statement that Webin and and those guys just did. So I'm glad you brought that up because people are like, "What's the definition?" Right? Uh, And sometimes we just have to go to the beginning and start with the basics. Now, Christian nationalism, as defined uh, by the panel at uh, the Statement on Christian Nationalism, which includes Joel Webin and a number of others who put this together, uh, states this. It says, definition, Christian nationalism is a set of governing principles rooted in Scripture's teaching on Christ's rule as supreme Lord and King of all creation, who has ordained civil magistrates with delegated authority to be under him. And I think that's the key term, delegated authority. Sovereignty. Right? Uh, To be under him, over the people, to order their ordained jurisdiction by punishing evil and promoting good for his own glory and the common good of the nation. And the scriptures they reference are Isaiah 9, of course, John chapter 1, Ephesians uh, 1, Philippians 2, Colossians 1, Romans 13, 1 Peter 2, Deuteronomy 6, Matthew 22. Uh, and I'm sure there's a, a ton more they could have added What about in there. the font? Uh, we'll 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 uh, end we'll, we'll end with that 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 funny note, okay? But or sad. But there should be not a single Christian that denies that. What How that does any is. Christian have a problem with that statement? Um, they they shouldn't. Right. Um, and and this is the issue because they've they've caricatured the position as not being exegetical when clearly we're showing the work right, right here. Right. Now, it, even, it may not have even been... Wolf's book, he didn't personally do exegetical work. And he said but, it wasn't an exegetical yeah, work. Yeah, he, he was... He said it was just an academic about that. He just, it's but an academic they, they called that a problem. He a bunch of theologians who did their own exegesis. And, that, and that's the thing, right? He said this is not an exegetical work, as if exegesis was not even considered. It's like, listen, he's borrowing he from Reformed historicity, okay? Right. And the, the Reformed historicity is assumed happened. in right. what, they're, what they're talking about, right? Yeah. Um, now, now, what I will say is I understand the initial wincing at what at some of the comments that, that Stephen Wolf had made, because if you don't understand the body of work that was presented uh, and you don't get the necessary qualifications you that don't know he's the provided, and... um, like like they're using a new term instead of racism, um, meaning the gene, ethnocentrism, okay? yeah. um, where, where the argument is is that from those who who are like, 
blood bought Christian nationalists uh, that they even bump against that the G3 guys are bumping against is that they have a problem with somebody saying I prefer like my own race right uh, when it comes to like marriage, marriage country you know the people I, I, I commune with I don't, I don't have a problem with that kind of a statement I don't either I'm mixed race uh, myself I'm, I'm mixed race um, my, uh, my I'm wife white. Uh, my wife is white. You need to be. Uh, I've grown up out of here. I've grown up in communities where it's solely a black community, and because I'm not as dark as everyone else, it it felt awkward many times. Right? Well, you wanted them light skin, and I wasn't black enough for the black folks. I wasn't white enough for the white Orale, folks. I know right? the feeling. I wasn't brown enough or Mexican <laughs> enough for the Mexicans. Right? Mm. I don't understand how a, a simple statement like that is automatically racist because I don't think it has well, to be. Can all you imagine the time. if he would have said the black evangelical is the sole reason why we're having such issues in the church? I mean, it. It really is. Can you imagine if he would have said that? I think it's an oversensitivity, and and, and, and people have been a f- speak. Of ethnicity more than we, well, I mean, Christian nationally, right? Talk about it, and and he uses older definitions. This, yeah, I mean, like Rush so. Dooney would use the term ethnicity, but it's more of like where are where and are your roots? Like, right? Like, color. like it's not merely about skin color, right? Because I am an American. Really not at all. Right? I'm an American, color. even though I have Nigerian blood, I have Italian blood, I have, I've, I literally come from. A host of slaves. Like I would okay. say that I am closer ethnically to a black Louisianan. That's than right. I am to a <laughs> that's right, and and that's and that's the context in which, uh, in which it's being used. This also gets in into this the conversation debate too. It, it does. It does. Yeah. And and I understand the bump back. Why? Because yeah. Racism is evil. It's it, and I don't even like to call it racism. I just like to call it hatred of heart. That's the problem yeah, with just, it is it, because it's racism doesn't mean anything anymore. Exactly. And so overplayed. That's part of the issue with the whole this whole conversation. Conversation is like you're using a tactic, G three guys. You're, whoever's using this tactic to call William Wolf a ra- or uh, sorry Stephen Wolf a racist. And and he's no clar- and he's anymore. clarified his statement over and over again. And you know, one of the greatest posts he had put out was when he goes, "This is a right and good fitting marriage." When it was Justice, um, uh, what's that brother's name? Uh, that uh, Supreme Court Justice, Clarence Thomas. Clarence Thomas and his wife. His wife oh, is yeah. white. Right. Yeah, uh, and Clarence Thomas is dark chocolate, just oh, yeah. like Chocolate oh, yeah. Knox, right? Oh, yeah. uh, and Clarence and he, maybe and he, and he, and he says very clearly. This is a good and fitting marriage. Right. So, so obviously you're misusing, you're misapplying what he's saying is there. Now, you may not like the terminology that's being used. Uh, okay, fine. I'll give that to you. Sure. But what do you, you want to call it? Right? What do you want to call it at that right. point? Um, I mean, I'm functionally a white evangelical according to... That's right. That's right. Seriously, I mean, we're um, white evangelicals. We, I mean, even if the, I had the, black skin, the, what, what, there's nothing the, wrong with the world will that. tell you that you have white privilege, right? <laughs> yes. Um, Just like the uh, AD made a comment that somebody was calling him a, a that he might a be Nazi. Unsaved. Yeah, Nazi. Yeah, not like, they were call, like that's, dude, like, that's the brownest AD Nazi was, I've ever seen. AD was always assumed to be white 
at the beginning of the whole world. It, it's it's like uh, it's like Dave Chappelle's black white supremacist right. skit. Right? <laughs> he's yeah. bl- he's blind. Have you ever blind? seen that, brother? Uh, that so. skit. Okay, so Dave Chappelle does this skit up, on his old show. You gotta watch. You gotta watch it. Watch you no, gotta watch no, it. You gotta watch it. Okay, I'm not recommending it for the people at home. Only for Trey. <laughs> okay, uh, where where the entire Blind concept is, you know, Walter Cronkite. Uh, I think it's Walter uh, Walter Cronkite, kind of a figure, right? That is coming to interview this unique man in the most southern racist part of the country, and. Uh, his name is Tyrone Biggums. Okay, <laughs> no, no, no. That that's his crack character. Uh, what's the what's his name? What's his name? Got to look it up for me. Yeah. Pull it up for me. But he's he's a white supremacist that's wrote a number of books, and it's very clear. It's like KKK material. And when he finally finds, because no one knows what this man looks like, there the only pictures that are found on, in the skit are, are of him in like a KKK. Uh, outfit with the hood and everything and he comes up to him he goes uh i'm sorry i'm looking for uh you know whatever his name was um uh, is it clayton Big- clayton Biggs- bigsby. bigsby clayton bigsby, clayton bigsby. Uh, and, and he's and he's a blind black man Blind Klansman. Blind Klansman. Blind black Klansman. And they and it was a bunch of white people who put him in the Klan, but they never show his face to the, the all the members. He only does like he's the he most only, racist he dude only of them does, all, right? He only does like talking engagements in full regalia. And and somebody ends up convincing him that he just needs to show who he truly is. And uh, all these white people around him have been convincing him he's been white all of his life, okay? <laughs> and he goes he to find not, He could he not goes, make this in our environment. No way. Today. No, no way. way. He does, and he, and he ends up doing a, a rally in like a school auditorium or something in full regalia. And he's saying all this really racist stuff, right? And he's blind, and he's got his eyes like this, and the it's it, his eyes even look blind in the skit. And he's like, "What if I told the 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 journalist guy? He's like, "What if I told you you're really a black man?" And he's like, "No way whatsoever." And the end of the skit is him getting divorced to his white wife because she married a, a black guy. <laughs> Okay. Oh my god. One of the one of the funniest oh, dude. most most so brilliant. Uh, it's brilliant. It's it's brilliant comedy. It's very offensive comedy, but it's brilliant because it shows the foolishness of racism. Oh yeah. It shows the foolishness of their ideology in the most in the most memeable way, if I if I oh, can yeah. say that. Oh, yeah, right. Totally. And that's unfortunately the picture that, that people that people think about about Christian nationalism, and it's really a sad thing because the work has been done at least in in uh, initial uh, initial talks and podcasts and and programs where people have gone to great lengths to explain what is meant to the point of even denunciations. When I'm like, eh, I don't oh want to get involved with that uh, now. Um, now this so document, dumb. this document, I think is extremely helpful, and now they don't have an excuse because the denunciations were made in the document, and a clear outline of what Christian nationalism is. A long, 
statement. Document. That's right. I think that um, I think they had longer affirmations and denials than the, the social, justice social justice one. statement. Yeah, yeah. Now uh, I'll read the intro- I'll specific. read the introduction and then I'll read the the numbered uh, headers. Uh, but then we'll finish off on Fungate. Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Now while Christian national, this is the introduction. While Christian nationalism is primarily concerned with the righteous rule of the civil magistrate, Christian nationalism is not just for magistrates, just as submitting to Christ's lordship is not just for magistrates, but for all people. After the Lord Jesus declared his sovereign authority, Matthew 28, 18, he gives the great commission and commands his followers, empowered by his everlasting presence, to make disciples of, quote, all nations, and to baptize them, baptize them and teach them to obey all that I've commanded, Matthew 28, 19 to 20. Our Lord did not exclude all civil authorities devoted allegiance to him. Um, we recognize the existence of other definitions of Christian nationalism. We certainly do not endorse every iteration of Christian nationalism and explicitly repudiate some such forms as will be evident in our affirmations and denials. You may sign this document. Okay, we are honored to receive signatures. Okay, authors are James Silberman, Dusty Devers, contributing uh, editors, William Wolfe, Joel Webin, Jeff Wright, Corey Anderson, Ben Woodring, uh, we affirm and deny the following pro- uh, propositions of affirmations and denials. So they've added names. Yes. Uh, the source of truth. Uh, number two, the Orthodox Christian faith. Um, we affirm the Orthodox Christian faith as denied by the, as affirmed, uh, defined by the historic creeds, Apostles' Creed, Nicene Creed, Athanasian Creed, which the Christian church throughout really church history like has that. universally affirmed. Yep. We de- deny that orthodoxy is defined by any particular, quote, confessions. Uh, they give scriptures for that. The standard of justice, we affirm that God's word is authoritative on everything and uh, to which it speaks. We affirm God's word speaks abundantly regarding the nature and importance of civil governance and justice. We affirm that God's moral law is enduring and binding on all people, including civil magistrates and nations throughout all time, that it is summarily comprehended in the Ten Commandments. We further affirm and every political affirm that every political thought must be taken captive to the obedience of Christ. We deny that there is any objective standard uh, by which to discern justice from injustice outside of God's revelation, written on the heart and most perfectly revealed in Scripture. We deny that the governing officials may rule autonomously from the rule of Christ, and we deny that Christians may embrace any political ideology or position not rooted in Scripture. Uh, the definition of nation, we don't have to even get into that, uh, because that gets into what Israel was. Was all Israel Israel when there were unbelievers in the land? You're still trying to trigger me. <laughs> the nature of Christ's lordship and kingdom. Um the identity of civil officials and the source of their authority, uh, the duty of civil authorities, the purpose of civil government, sphere sovereignty on nationalism and policy priorities, big picture agenda on the vocation and calling of Christian officials and legislators. I do want to read this one. We affirm that in God's ordinary providence, he works in the world by his grace through the Holy Spirit, through human means to glorify himself in extending the mediatorial role, uh, rule of Christ by calling to 
and gifting Christians for vocation to rule according to his word in civil government. We affirm that citizens are to submit to our rulers as unto Christ for his glory and good and our good. We affirm the need for more theologically sound Christians to enter the political realm to proclaim the excellencies of Christ and his law while calling ungodly governments and governing officials to repentance. We deny any theology which holds that Christian participation in the civil realm is necessarily unwise, unfruitful, sinful, or anything other than a fitting and necessary vocation and calling for Christians. Uh, And of course, they give scriptures for this. Uh, The Great Commission is uh, highlighted as number 13. The uses of the law, right? The threefold use of the law. Um, On the distinction between law and gospel, this is one of the areas that they complain about all the time that we're trying to save people by the law no one no ever says this unless you're a pelagian or some type of say what it's right it's got to come from some fringe can instruct you towards (coughs) conversion well that's right yeah how do how do we avoid how do we avoid israel's mistakes if we don't know the law that's right psalm Psalm, i think it's 197 talks about the law being uh, like the power of conversion to the soul, or oh, oh, you know, it, it, what what it says is, it is good in in leading uh, the soul, right? Like, um, let's see here. I think uh, the uh, I'm I'm it's either of, New King James version or the NASB uses the word conversion. good in converting the soul, right? Yeah. Um, um, let's see. Well, I mean, look at our it look, has, it, look at what Ray Comfort Ray Comfort uses the law to do his evangelism on the streets. Yeah, it has its role in the conversion, of like the his soul. method or don't. He but still uses the law. It's an instructive. <laughs> well, does Paul say cool. the law is bad? No, he says the no. law is good. The law, it's Psalm 19. The law of the Lord is perfect, converting the soul. The testimony of the Lord is, Lord is sure, making wise. The simple, the statutes of the Lord are right, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of the Lord is pure, enlightening the eyes. And what does it say in the New Testament about the law? It is a schoolmaster meant to lead us to Christ. Is it a pedagogue? Guess what? Uh, the pedagogy? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, this is this is is going to give more light to people to look to Christ. That's what it's meant to do. Right, so if why do you we think they're trying to suppress sphere, the law? Right, if if we have it God's law, in that is sphere, the law of Yahweh, it's uh, it's just going to point more people to God's gospel. Well, see, all, I, all so these, one of the one of the biggest issues, neutral laws, are leading us into the whole LGBT. Yeah, of course. Law. But one yeah. of, one of the problems that we're we're running into, and it was actually even pointed out in the sweater vest dialogue thing, and and ads pointed it out, and and <laughs> some of this this other stuff is his has talked about is is we're getting so bogged down with the minutia like well what are we going to do when uh somebody's screen door is flopping everywhere and and uh it it accidentally cuts off the toe of a kid or something like that like yeah we're not even there yet yeah <laughs> we're ten thousand steps away yeah. from that yeah and that, we're, and it's like you guys point. keep no, that, but that's what a lot of these guys through all this oh yeah yeah oh, he's yeah. been he's been sharp through, I th- through all I, this i think i think now that we've got such attention on this, it's just a matter of, like we said earlier in the program, applying the right amount of pressure 
yeah. uh, in well, this like, area. Main thing gently that's been, with the brothers. Right. I mean, just got to keep pushing at them. Do you really want this tranny law that we're getting right now? This tranny culture? Or do you want a Christian culture? Because that's another don't. thing. That's, of course they or, don't. Or do you want the law that made the Pornhub to that's right. self-censor themselves right. That's right. from Utah? That's right. Right. Like, we, keep want pushing. These, we want these companies out of business. That's uh, the other thing. Buried. No, we want you know them gone. Uh, we want it They buried. shall not exist. That's right. You know, if, In a Christian if, nation. Yeah. We want people to simply sin in their own heart, in their own homes, not in public. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> uh, no, Go we, back want and we don't even we want, want that. Right, we want course. them saved. We want right. them saved. Like, but, but if you're going to sin, sin in the closet. <laughs> right? Like, we want to make sure that sin is kept shameful. Right. Yes. Right? Because right now, the, it's open they've, season, co- bro. they've it's co-opted one of the major sins as a tagline for their movement, pride. Pride. Pride goes yeah, before pride. destruction. Destruction. Thank before you for the fall, that, right? right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nobody gets uh, that right. That's right, right? Uh, but uh, guys, it was a fun episode. Uh, but we have one last thing to deal with: Fontgate. Fontgate. <laughs> Fontgate. Listen, what else? Ooh, was it? it was listen, like font. What and, did you guys? And, it was the font and the coloring. Yeah. Like, okay. Like, listen. So from what they said, was, they seem they seem like they were trying. No, we're paying homage to it because it was such a good statement. Good statement. That they, I they, mean, at the end of the day, why would you even get mad at that? Well, because they don't want to be associated with it. No, they don't want to be associated as being promoters yeah. of the position. That that's essentially the thing, right? They were angry about that, and I'm like, listen. First of all, I, I'll give you. It was done purposely. Yeah. All right. I'll give it. I'll I, give it to you. They said it was done purposely, but just not in the, with the intent. Not in the that, intent that they that, that they, they that they as. took it as. Yeah. Um, but they, they intended it for unity. Right. Exactly. Not. But especially if these guys are saying like they're they're brothers, if if they're still affirming that those who they disagree with are brothers who hold to some type of a Christian nationalism. There should have been no issue whatsoever. And then Josh Bice threw in his his uh, his comments about how it might even be sinful for them to have done so in, oh, right. in order to be right. seen as as potentially part of Such the statement. And I'm just like, right. Oh, right. listen, like, on, if guys. you're that upset over the font man uh, and the col- is, and the wh- color scheme, which is why I didn't think they should have changed it. I, I I think I, the way I agree. I agree. Uh, but I get yeah, but but I, what, I Webin, get what they did. Webin's got a great probably, heart. Oh yeah, no, absolutely. I actually probably like the new color coloring better. better. I actually like that orange. I just listen, just listening to Joel Webin a lot. You tell you can tell he's got a real he's, heart. he's got a real he genuine love for these for brothers. The uh, amen. And and I think Tom Askell had a a very good book that I think every Christian should actually read. Um, it's called The Necessity of Accommodation and the Dangers of Compromise. Okay? Uh, it, it's dealing with this very kind of a situation. Like, just because you have the freedom to do so doesn't mean you always have to use it. And that's kind of what the Apostle Paul lays yeah. out for us, right? Prudence and wisdom. Exactly. But, but I think equally... It is wrong to to chastise brothers to use something that a font that is you don't own. Right. You don't own fonts. Right. You don't own colors. Like 
I lo- sometimes I look at a website as, as somebody who does websites on the side. Um, I look at websites and I'm like, oh, I'm totally doing my font and color that way. Right. I'm, I'm designing yeah. in, in that fashion because I like the way it looks. I mean, it's as, right. it's literally as simple as that. It's not, and it's not I want to be identified with them. You got the font from a free from a website. Yeah, whatever. it's just like exactly like our logo. Amen. That's right. We borrowed it from somebody else. <laughs> uh, so I, I think I think that was per, that the, honestly that is the most petty thing I have ever seen. Within that, this whole argument. That was probably the lowest. That And that deserves memeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that deserves totally memeing. deserves memeing uh, and but, mockery. And, uh, oh, yeah. But it's done in love, brothers. It's it, done in love. Have y'all uh, seen the little video that I think Mark... You you, you reposted it, didn't you? The Christian yeah. nationalism, like the Star Wars yeah. thing. I, <laughs> I did. I watched really that. That was good. good. That was good. You know what? You I'm gonna, seen this. I'm, gonna, I'm, on gonna yet. I'm gonna pull. I'm gonna pull. I can't it up. be on Twitter. Somebody stole my uh, handle. Oh yeah. We can make that fix. Well, we could account we for can, it. We we can make it. There's work. still inflation, so we could account for inflation, <laughs> and I'll go one in a quadrillion. That's right. That's right. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for checking out today's podcast. Check us out on all social media platforms and podcast platforms: YouTube, Rumble. Share it. Uh, check Smash us out on like Spotify. Uh, you know, yeah. Spotify. Like our podcast. Comment. Share with your friends. Give us five star uh, ratings. Yeah, give us some ratings on iTunes. Do it so that we can uh, get some more boosting, more viewers. Uh, right, right now, Rumble is is our main platform. Go that like that, that smash we're, button. That we're getting a lot of views uh, views on. Um, also, guys, uh, send us any emails if you want to be part of our email list. Theowarspodcast at gmail dot com. We'll be doing giveaways randomly for different books, things that I think are helpful and fun. Uh, also, uh, check us out next week as we'll be dropping content. Uh, from the conference that we are going to. Uh, we're going to try to figure out some type of way to uh, do some lives maybe. And, uh, and guys, we love you all. Uh, it's been fun, and uh, God bless everybody. You've been listening to Theo Wars. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share this show, and join the fight for truth. Theo Wars. Theo Wars. <laughs>